This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome all of you that are watching or listening to the Warning Program. Special guest in the studio, Bishop Tobias Nyamwaya from Kenya, East Africa. He's been on my team since 1987. Uh, he was one of the pastors in my church when I started a mega church over there. And uh, now he's the director of our Bible school, as well as on the board of Pentecostal Holiness and Pastors at Church. So, uh, Tobias, welcome back. Thank you for having me, sir. And Eric Hurd, apostolic leader, sons of Issachar. Uh, he's been uh, with me for many years also. Not as many years as Pastor Tobias, but a long time. So, uh, Amen. Amen. Welcome, Eric. It's always a pleasure, Dr. Hansen. Mr. Tobias. Thank you, sir. Yeah, in fact, Eric knew Tobias when he took a mission trip with me to Africa. Aww. And he was with, uh, with me over there in our offices. And uh, actually, you were with me when we went to a uh, very large national uh, conference, Crusade of the Messiah. You remember that? Man, that was outstanding. Praise God. Yeah, I looked at the pictures the other day, and uh, I was dancing around that platform, and and you were right there with me. Hallelujah. Rejoicing Amen. in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, Eric, now, I know that uh, we are in perilous times. Uh, I just did a message on Father, forgive them. And ladies and gentlemen, if you did not see or hear that message, go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, because uh, it's an important message on the attitude of God himself, uh, the personality, the characteristics, and what actually he expects uh, from each and every one of us that call ourselves Christian. Eric? Uh, yes, sir, because the scripture tells us, and Jesus taught us, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So it's very important for us to return to our first love and to really understand the teaching of Jesus Christ because these are perilous times. The Bible also lets us know, the Apostle Paul lets us know that evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, and worse deceiving and being deceived. So we're right here at the door. It's the last lap I, I see. is the, the last lap right now we have to endure. We have to keep our love strong and uh, so we can hear well done, thou good and faithful servant. And again, those words, Father, forgive them. Now, he was, he was saying that actually to his enemies. 
his enemies that had just put him on the cross, also the religious leaders that were mocking him, responsible for putting him on the cross, turning him over to Pilate, making charges against uh, him to Pilate, uh, the Romans. And so uh, the Romans only understood vengeance. That was their God. Uh, the, the Hebrews uh, only understood an eye for an eye. But uh, what Jesus was saying is he was giving uh, the, the fullness, the understanding, the interpretation, the meaning. Because all through the Old Testament, there's mercy, grace, and love, and forgiveness all through there. Some people say it's, it, it, grace came in the New Testament. No, 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 no. Uh, King David would have been executed. He was a murderer and an adulterer. And we could, the list goes on and on. But uh, there was mercy and grace and love all the way through the Old Testament. Eric? Yes, well, by this love and forgiveness is the anthem of heaven. We have to forgive. We're commanded to forgive our enemies. But, you know, today in the church, the organized church, Christians can't forgive one another, let alone their enemies. So this is a distinct mark of a Christian because the same spirit that was working then is working today. The same spirit that hate, hated Jesus is the same spirit that hates his children and the world today. And that spirit is becoming more stronger, the spirit of Antichrist. Now, I'll make a point of, I'll, I'll just go into about a paragraph of my message that I spoke. You know, Jesus never granted pardon except to individuals on a petition of faith, just as he did to the thief on the cross who repented to Christ. Jesus told him, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus has never granted a mass pardon to a crowd of non-repentant sinners, regardless of their ignorance or guilt, but neither does he hate them or want vengeance on them. Jesus loves them and wants them to repent before they die so they can avoid eternal judgment which is part of the justice of God that hates sin. After death, there is no more. Father, forgive them, for they know what know not what they do. They have had a lifetime to respond to the grace of God and repent. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 1 and other places that all men have an opportunity to know God and follow him. So Jesus is basically saying, Father God, give them a chance to repent. Do not allow your angels to destroy them right now to save your son. Jesus was requesting that condemnation of their sin be held in abeyance until they have the true meaning of what they are doing, until they know it. It was not a request for a cancellation of the consequences of guilt, but a request for the postponement of the consequences. Eric? God's love is so, so powerful, so beyond our understanding uh, Bishop and Pastor uh, Dr. Hansen, that he gives us time and time and time again. One thing I heard and I shared with my family was that I heard there is no excuse. The gospel has been preached, uh, even with those who say they're Christians, but do not follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if any man love me, he will keep my words. This is the acid test. So that love, unfortunately, is going to run out and shall we continue in sin that grace may abound, God forbid. So time is winding up for grace. Uh, people have heard, I'm sure, the message. No one will go to hell um, um, haphazardly. They'll know exactly what they have done. And all the time they rejected the good news and the good message of Jesus Christ. There'll be no excuse on that day. And like you mentioned, 
many times Christians have a hard time to forgive, even when they repent. But yet Jesus is telling us by his own examples, hey, I'm saying don't destroy these people that are killing me. Give them a chance. I still love them. Give them a chance to repent. And, and that should be the Christian's attitude. We don't hate. We're supposed to love even our enemies. Well, we're supposed to also speak the truth in love. And this is how we're not to uh, debate endless uh, 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 debates with people. We need to love them. See, even if you have to correct people, I've learned over the years, and if they know it's coming from a heart of love, then they, they can draw close to you. And so um, we need to change our approach. Um, yet we can be stern, but yet that love always permeates to the heart. And so I was explaining also uh, to my family, some other people, I said, you know, uh, unforgiveness and these attitudes are not making it, it, make it, it, making it into heaven. Heaven's not going to have these same attitudes of the carnal flesh uh, permeating uh, the gates of heaven. So we have to learn here. And one thing I've always practiced, even when it gets a little hard to forgive a person, even if you're not guilty or you didn't do anything wrong, Jesus Christ said, forgive one another as I have forgiven you. So I've learned it over the years when it got a little tough and I didn't want to, I wanted to hold a little grudge. That scripture of the Lord came back to me. He says, you forgive them as I have forgiven you. Well, that is so true. I know I'm, I'm teaching MJ, my son. We say the Lord's Prayer, Eric, morning and night. And I'll just, you know, Amen. say quickly, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. I use the word sins instead of trespasses or, or debts because he's so young. Forgive us our sins as we forgive others of their sins. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, power and glory forever. Amen. But I want him to learn to forgive uh, because that's the only way God will forgive him. Eric? That's right. You know, and I do say this Lord's Prayer every day in the morning. And so it's a brand new slate. <laughs> so <laughs> you say it every day. It's a brand new slate. Every day, every morning. That's the first thing I hit my knees and, and I say because uh, it, it cleanses and it removes um, the uh, bitterness, you know, because bitterness, the root of bitterness is very, very uh, damning. If a person allows bitterness, bitterness can also affect the bones and the health of people. Mm. So I do say the Lord's Prayer every morning and it gives me a new slate every day. Every day is a wonderful day. His mercies are new every morning. So I want to start out with a fresh slate. Praise God. I don't want to offend anyone. Bless the Lord. I want to have a wonderful day and a wonderful evening and wake up and do it again the next day. Well, I find it so uh, interesting that you start your day like I do. We've never talked about it. And uh, I learned it because my father did it with me. And so I'm passing it on <laughs> to my son. And uh, right. my, my young blood son and my spiritual son above. I, I see you. See, Eric Amen. is my spiritual son, and I'm glad that uh, he's doing the same thing I'm doing. And let me bring you into this conversation, well, you know, Pastor Tobias. I mean, uh, you, you know, Father, you know. forgive them. And you also wrote an article on mercy and grace because I asked you to. And uh, what do you say about all of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, forgiveness is, is, is key to a Christian walk. 
Uh, I was talking to a lady this morning and she was telling me, you know, I can't forgive because they've hurt me so much. I just can't let it go. But I think it is important that we know Jesus told them, Father, forgive them, while he was just waiting to be crucified. I mean, it's, it's just as crucial as that. We need forgive. Forgiveness is needful. Eric, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was saying that because they asked, the disciples that asked Jesus, says, teach us to pray. He says, when you pray, say it, say this. And so it's very important to hear yourself say that. And what it does, it releases people and it releases you. Yes. Some people, uh, you know, they want to hold grudges and not knowing that it's hurting them because God cannot respond to their prayers if they're harboring unforgiveness. So important. And as the days are so evil right now, it's so important that we forgive. I mean, people are being shot and killed and lawlessness all over the place. Being, people are being mugged. And we have to forgive because it's the currency. I remember the uh, uh, testimony years ago where a lady, she had been raped by a guy, thrown into a ditch. Long story short, it was raining, muddy. She was in the ditch. And the Lord appeared to her and told her that, you know, um, I can't forgive you if you do not forgive this individual. I can't forgive you. And she struggled for a while. And then ultimately she said, I forgive him for this, this sin against me. And so I've learned over the years that sin is, a, I mean, excuse me, that forgiveness is a decision. It's an act of the will. It's, it's not a, a thought. I mean, the thoughts are there because thoughts will be reoccurring at times. And it's not an emotion. It's a choice. So you can forgive a person instantly. It doesn't take days or years. It's just a choice you make to be obedient to what it has said. And then uh, uh, the love of Christ can be restored to you and the person who did the, uh, the offense. Very good. Ladies and gentlemen, if you just tuned in, you're watching, listening to the warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International and Eagles Saving Nations. Sitting beside me is Bishop Tobias Niamwaya from East Africa, Kenya, and above, you see apostolic leader Eric Hurd, sons of Issachar. Uh, that is so true, Eric. Now, I want to touch on some news. It says Edmund Mann says cheap drug for dogs cured his cancer. What about this, Eric? <laughs> well, you know, I work with a medical doctor. Um, did you, I don't know if you remember Dr. Wayne Nickens. And he was telling me this about, you know, about this horse pace or dewormer years ago. And so what I found out, too, as well, Dr. Hansen, recently is that Albert Bola of uh, the Moderna, he was a he's a veterinarian. He's a veterinarian. So he knows the power of ivermectin because it kills worms. It kills parasites, which they're now looking at could be the cause, they're still looking into it, of cancer. So they had to debunk ivermectin, Bola being a veterinarian who gives this stuff out. And this is why they uh, dog, doggedly uh, came against ivermectin and, and um, hydroxychloroquine. Wow. Amazing. Wow. I tell you what, we're in a sinister, evil world that uh, they're trying to depopulate the world and they would rather lie about real cures uh, because they don't care about life. They want to depopulate. They, they care about, if you want to say, Mother Earth and uh, climate control, Mother Earth. Uh, not people, not people. I know, I know over here, 
very close to me, there's a sanctuary for pigs. And uh, these pigs can live all of their days until they die. And they have no fear of being eaten uh, because they, they, uh, they love animals. But I'm sure they would let you and I die, Eric. But that pig, and there's a lot of them, and big old fat hogs. I'm telling you what, they can live all of their days without fear. Eric? Well, I know over in India, right? I think in India, you know, the cow is sacred. You know, while the people are starving, they let the cow, you know, live. But it's a, it's a sinister, it's the devil. It's, what, it's the devil. You, you can't really make it up. He hates human beings because why? Because we represent God. He, and so he, to hurt God, he has to hurt us. These people are demonic. They are demonically possessed and with this agenda. And if you really look at the agenda, it's all about this final battle. Uh, we see a lot of skirmishes going on with all the World Economic Forum, the United Nations. They, they're just tools to, to prepare for the uh, final battle of the return of Jesus Christ. German MEP Christine Anderson on the planned totalitarian power grab that was sold to us as a pandemic. Eric? Oh, yes, I love this lady. She's a fireball over there in Europe, and she's saying that we're going to fight, okay, people understanding that all this is about the power grab, total global tyranny, not just, you know, from other nations having tyranny. Uh, tyranny. It's now this is the global one-world religion, one-world political system, and one-world financial system. Yeah, she says it's pretty soon uh, occurred to me that this has nothing to do with public health. They simply wanted to see how far would the people allow them to take away their freedoms. I mean, you and I have been saying that. Yeah, well, they want to come with uh, another pandemic. Uh, you know, you got Kill uh, Gates. Uh, they're already uh, programming and uh, you know pre-lobbying this next uh, so-called pandemic called X. So, again, people have to say, no, we're not putting up with it. Thank God he's exposed these things. And we just have to say no. And we're not taking your juice and we're not taking anything else. But they're trying to put it now, Dr. Hansen, in the water. They want to put it in the food. They want to inject the, uh, the meat now. These people are insane. Wow. I'm reading another headline news. It says, why is the European Union pan panicking about the coup in Nigeria? It says the European Union was planning... For a $25 billion gas pipeline in Africa that would run from Nigeria to Morocco. In the long term, the 5,600 kilometer pipeline would fuel 11 countries along the African coast on its way to Morocco and then be connected to the energy system of Spain or Italy. But this pipeline was planned to pass through Niger whose new authorities do not share their predecessor enthusiasm for relations with Europe. Eric? Well, for years, our beautiful brothers and sisters over in Africa, they have so many resources, you know, and they want to keep their people impoverished. That's how they, you know, that's how they control them. And so um, you have some very strong and very bold and very courageous young men now saying enough is enough. We're tired of the control. We need to control our own resources. Africa is rich in so many things over there. And now Russia is partnering with Africa. And so forgiving debt uh, uh, of African nations. So again, um, you know, the tide is changing. Thank God for that. But they have to be very careful because, you know, the CIA and all these other uh, agencies, uh, you know, they're not going to just let them do that.
uh, you know, freely. You know, it says Quebec already passed forced mandatory vaccination of all the population. Eric? Well, again, uh, they want to control the West. And so, uh, you know, they've had Australia. They got uh, what you got, um, Europe nations. And you also have Canada. Canada is totally under tyranny, under uh, Trudeau. And so, again, people have to make a decision. If someone comes to me in my house saying that you want to force me, and which they're going to have to try to do now because people are waking up right now. They just can't just do it through the mind control that they had for a couple of years. So basically now, uh, that's assault. You come, we know it's a deadly weapon. We know it's a bioweapon now. And so therefore, uh, you have a right, as we talked about before, to defend yourself. You know, here's a list of employees not requiring their employees to get vaccinated. Not says one, the White House, two, Congress and staff, three, Supreme Court, four, the CDC, five, the FDA, six, the WHO, seven, Moderna, eight, Pfizer, BioNTech, nine, USPS, ballot services, 10, COVID test lab industries, plus all illegal immigrant invaders, countless hidden elite figures, all of these People that are guilty of, of wanting to depopulate and kill you and I, now they get a pass. Eric? Well, they get the saline solution. They get the placebo. That's what they get. <laughs> well, we, you know, we so, know. So we, kill the users either. Huh? I've always been saying that Biden ain't taking no real, real vaccination. Yeah. He might be yeah, but dumb. They're still, lining up. they're still pushing it. They're still pushing it, Dr. Hansen. I know it. And people still have old man. You know, Biden might be dumb, but he's got handlers around him that will protect him. Yeah, yeah, because if he would have took those shots, he'd have been gone by now. We should only pray that he takes those shots. <laughs> and let him meet his eternal reward a little earlier. Yeah, yeah. They know what they're doing. Just like with Bola, with the uh, Moderna. They found out that he didn't take the shot. Then he was saying, oh, he didn't want to cut the line. He wanted to get before other people. You know, medical experts, medical experts warn COVID vaccines may be triggering turbo cancers. The term turbo cancer is commonly attributed to aggressive cancers following the COVID vaccination. These cases, cases often present in a late stage and quickly turn fatal. Eric? Well, you, you know, it's really sad, Dr. Hansen, because they're gaslighting the people. And so if you had any pre-existing health issues, it makes it worse because now you have put these toxins into the body and the body can't release it, these toxins enough. And so uh, people are just dropping and dropping in their sleep. Athletes are dying. We already covered that. Thousands of athletes right now are dying. Okay. And they don't know what the cause is. Okay. And they can't figure out what happened. So again, um, it's really sad that the people are not rising up. Not only that, the children are miscarriaging. Uh, women are miscarriaging now. It's, just, it's a mess. So, but I think they're putting pressure on these uh, pharmaceutical companies now. I know they had a hearing over in Australia, and they're drilling them. And they can't come up, come up with any answers. Says CDC confirms COVID vaccination caused shocking 338 time increase in cancers and AIDS associated diseases. Official data made available by the United States government and Centers for Disease Control strongly suggests that 
fully vaccinated Americans may be developing acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. I'll tell you, Eric, uh, they purposely, I believe, purposely want to depopulate and kill us. Well, they told us. Now it's not a conspiracy theorist anymore. They already told us. Bill Gates has told us. Uh, who was the World Economic Forum saying we got to eat bugs. Not only that, World Economic Forum, Forum leader said that we have to uh, eat our waste and drink our urine. Well, I'd like to invite Bill Gates to my house and I'll give him a plate of bugs that I dig up for him. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching, listening to the, to the warning program with apostolic leader Eric Hurd. Sons of Issachar, Tobias, Nehemiah, out of Kenya, East Africa, and Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International, Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, join Eagle Saving Nations, give us a good donation so we can stay on your local program. You can telephone 360-629-5248. Eric, thank you for being on the program today. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much, Bishop. Thank you. Thank and, you so much, Eric. And uh, you're you're welcome here, Eric. You need to come soon. Amen. God, God bless you. Now here is my friend Scott Farah, and he's going to help you with your business. Scott, Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years. Yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business, or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the Independence Program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training, and if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount. So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care, and you want to be an unsung hero, I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you joined hands with us, together we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? Dial 360-629-5248 and say a short prayer for us in your message and leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless.